0: Your source for community, Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit dairylanedental.com. Really makes you think, doesn't it? This is Food for Thought on Muskoka Magazine. Food is a universal language that we all speak. Join me as we sink our teeth into delicious conversation guaranteed to provide food for thought. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the most stressful time of the year. It's all of these things, this holiday seasons, all the holidays that we are a part of. With every wonderful opportunity, there can also be the sister side, the dark side, light and dark, there's always the duality. Welcome to Food for Thought. I'm your host, Catherine Cole on 88.7 The Bay FM. And today I thought we'd talk about how to best manage uh, the holiday season, any holiday season, because one of the things I've most deeply learned, I mean, this is a food show and we're about to talk about stress, but they're so related. They're so, so, so related um, because we are all going to, just by the nature of the activities that we've become involved in going to be dealing with more challenges in our lives at this time of year. Uh, it can be everything as simple as snowy icy roads. It could be power outages. It could be um, Well, let's not forget the fact that we're also, you know, what's the zeitgeist? What's the background of everything we're doing? We're still in the middle of a middle and somewhere along the road in this journey of the last two years of the pandemic. So we're still all dealing with that, the side effects of that. Some people are still out of jobs, some people are more recently out of jobs. Uh, There are places that are opening, there are places that aren't closing, there's worrying about capacity, there's so many different things. And then there's people who haven't seen family in years and a lot of that has opened up so that we may start to be able to do things like go to the theater, for example, or have a family dinner again together. There's just so much going on. I'm gonna take a little moment and give you some background on what I've been doing this year and how that relates to this particular conversation. Um, Last year in about March, our daughter's uh, husband now came and asked my husband and I uh, for our daughter's hand in marriage. It was very polite and glorious and beautiful and wonderful. And uh, just before lockdown, we actually got to eat yeah, together and uh, there I had this moment and for myself and putting it all out there, you know, I... Uh I thought, okay, they're gonna get married. We have to wait. They, the ring has to come. There's gonna be a proposal. There's gonna be all those kinds of things. But for myself, and um, here's you know all the places that we have our insecurities and our feelings about it. I was not particularly happy with where my body was at at that particular place in time. I'm 61 right now. I have had. Uh, times. I grew up as a very, very thin um, person just with this metabolism that I could basically eat whatever I wanted um, and never gain weight but after two children the second child especially it just shifted everything shifted and and I wasn't that person anymore but because I always had been I really didn't get my head around it for a long time and then I would get my head around it and uh, you know I lost weight I gained weight I lost weight I gained weight anyway I was in a place post-pandemic there had been lots of challenges as well in the middle of it Um, caretaking and things where you know we all go down the rabbit hole I think what is your deepest comfort foods in your times of stress and this is a big piece of what I wanted to we'll get to later but I would always say that my you know down the absolute hole what would it have been sour cream and onion onion ruffle chips and O Henry bars those were probably the comfort foods of my childhood right that I loved and not that, and then you can add wine or whatever into the mix, um, and food, and I have enormous appetite. So I can tell you that I wasn't feeling particularly great about my body, and you know, I'm in a new decade. There was the 50s for sure, but now the 60s. 60 moves to 70, and that's a time where, you know, I think you have to make sure if you hadn't already done it, that you build on the reserves that your body has to be the healthiest you possibly can be, because there's no doubt that as we age, the aging process can take a toll and things start to happen in our body. So I really didn't wanna be um, hit 70 and not be where I wanted to be. And I really didn't want to go on the journey again, because every time I have done that weight loss journey, I feel like sometimes it's overly dramatic and I'm a very resolved and disciplined person. When I finally get there, I can do it and keep my head in the game. But to get your head in the game, boy, it's hard. And I thought, why? I don't want to do this again. But I did want to do it because I wanted to feel good, not for anyone else, but for myself uh, in my body at my daughter's wedding. So it was kind of like my big picture thing. And I went on... um, and started just trying to be more mindful. And that's that's basically, that's your bottom line. I, I have decided from this whole journey and life's journey and all kinds of things, you know, of, of things that have happened to me is that mindfulness is probably the one thing that I wish to devote my mind, body and soul to uh, in terms of longevity in the life and how we can um age uh age well stay healthy etc i think it really is 100 about being mindful Uh, in all ways so i decided that this time you know there wasn't going to be uh specifically low carb this that all of that i was really going to try to explore the journey more about how to be mindful of what I was eating and stay in it and follow through, which I did. And, um, you know, six months later, whatever, I'm 40 pounds down and super happy about it. And I'm not at the place where anymore, where I'm daily checking in, but I am checking in. I am checking in whatever way that needs to be for you. I'm checking in because it helps to keep me on my game and, staying in the loop because if I don't it's so easily to go down the rabbit hole and I feel like at this particular time of uh the year so many people there's just so many more things that we add onto our plate and learning to un-add them onto our plate is a skill in and of itself. When I um, was doing this uh, program, I decided I was going to add, uh, check out uh, an app called Noom, which is really about the psychology of eating. And it was so fascinating because they were talking about the different kinds of eaters. And there was the the person who eats, really, they're not that you know, enamored of food. Um, They're the person who uses food as as fuel, that it's your fuel, we need to do it, so they eat it. So there's that kind of person. I fell into um, the next category, which was the person who doesn't, uh, is the complete opposite of that. I love food. I love almost everything about food. I love the ritual of sitting down. I love making it. I find it very meditative um, and relaxing to do that. And it's one of those things that I'm the person who lives to eat rather than eats to live, right? I love food. My husband, on the other hand, I would say he is just, uh, he's a, I want to say he's a seagull. That's what we, we name him. That little caw, caw. If there's a food around, he'll find it, right? He's the grazer and he doesn't necessarily eat because he has to or wants to or is hungry. But when it's there, he, you know, he's like the king at the buffet, right? He would, it's there, right? So, oh, I'm going to take advantage. It's there. And then there's the fourth kind of eater, which is the eater that we're, um, most interested. And I guess I think every little bit of us, one of us has a little bit of this at all times, right? We're all a mixture of some of these, but that's the stress eater, that when things are more challenging, um, we go more and more down the food rabbit hole. And that tends to be in our particular um, society, more and more um, processed foods. And, you know, it's the extra cookie, the tub of ice cream, the bowls of popcorn. Right now we have, maybe there's some social outing. So there's more alcohol involved. There's more, there's just more chaos, so when there is, is there more picking up of takeout that might not necessarily be healthy? There's so many ways that we actually um, just sort of go for that because we think it's gonna fill it, fill us up. And usually what happens after those moments where we actually give in to those cravings is we go, oh, now I feel like crap, you know? I feel like crap afterwards. Um, sometimes it can trigger all kinds of things. It can trigger heartburn. And it's just that sometimes when we stuff ourselves with food, we're just not looking at the feelings. And stuffing it up is just another way of dealing with those feelings. So the whole stressful time of year, you know, it'd be great to have a few strategies to see if we can try to manage it in some ways. And maybe some foods that are our go-to foods that we could try to keep on board when those kinds of things are happening. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that after the break. By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. This is Food for Thought on Muskoka Magazine. Welcome back to Food for Thought. I'm your host, Catherine Cole, on 88.7 The Bay FM. So let's start with... um, Alcohol. I think that's a really good one to do at this time of year. I think society has deeply shifted, and it's the shift is happening right now. It's not to say um, anyone shouldn't be having uh, a drink. Um, there's social drinking. Alcohol and um, mood altering substances have been in our lives forever, but it's that place where it it doesn't serve us. And the reason I'm talking about it now is because alcohol in particular is also sugar and sugar, sugar, sugar is just, I had a conversation with someone the other day, I'm segueing, but, um, we were saying, well, I said, well, you're having an issue right now with inflammation and losing weight, et cetera. Tell me what you eat the sugar. She said, well, I don't really eat any sugar. But of course we do eat sugar. It's just, we never were taught what is sugar? What turns into sugar? And I'm gonna start with alcohol because regardless of the fact that alcohol is enjoyable, It is also really important to remember, especially in times of stress, that it's also a depressant. So a little goes a long way, right? Too much goes a long way into, shifting how our body reacts to stress and making us feel more depressed and we want to remember at times of the year especially because we know um, people are uh, using designated drivers which is great but there's just so many more options out there right now I think it was harder um, for people to say oh well what am I gonna have now now there's so many things that we could be drinking um, and I think always make sure you're starting out with a water for every drink. There's a water in there or two waters, but now there's all kinds of delicious, flavored uh, cocktail substitutes, wine substitutes, beer substitutes um, that are all what they call mocktails in that sober living world. So those are also things to do because ultimately we want to keep ourselves hydrated because hydrated is the key to not Uh, getting sick. We want to make sure there's enough water. If we don't love water, find ways of making water taste good. Add lemon, add cucumber, add berries. There's so many wonderful things you can do. Another really important uh, ones to make sure is amidst all the crazy, crazy, um, you know, desserts and cookies and uh, fatty foods that are out there at this time of the year, remember to eat your greens, your dark leafy greens, your spinach, etc., because they are rich in folate, which helps your body to produce mood-regulating neurotransmitters like serotonin and dopamine, etc. So we really want to make sure um, that we try to keep eating those fruits and vegetables because they help our bodies to deal with stress. Um, One we all know uh, is in the stressful... um, hormone is things that have tryptophan. You all hear about how you have turkey and after people have turkey, um, they actually say that Eating turkey can make argumentative people become more pleasant. There was a big study uh, that showed that because it, dis- it tryptophan significantly decreased quarrelsome behavior and agree- increased agreeable behaviors and perceptions of agreeableness. I love those, that, that sentence. So things like pumpkin seeds and nuts and free-range organic Eggs are also rich in sources of tryptophan, just like turkey, right? That's why everybody um, after the turkey dinner uh, is sleepy and tired and all the rest of it, but also usually feeling, you know, a little bit better. We also know that um, when people are stressed and there's more anxiety in your tummy, etc., there's this whole new uh it's not new. It's we're discovering what's always been there in front of us. That uh, we want to make sure that our gut, because our mental health is connected to our gut, an unhealthy gut flora can have a detrimental impact on our brain health, and which can result in things like anxiety and depression, etc. So we want to have lots of those good bacterias. Well, where are we going to get them if we don't want to go and buy supplements, etc. Well, you're going to get them in all kinds of. Certain foods, fermented foods. That's things like sauerkraut. Um, If you're not a sauerkraut fan, there's the whole new world of kimchi, which if, if you're thinking of traditional um, Korean kimchi, it's sort of like that, a bit of a spicy cabbage, but really, oh my gosh, it's there's all kinds of flavored ones that are not necessarily spicy. And I had um, a wonderful meal out where I, I'm gonna love French fries till the day I die. So it's, okay, if I'm gonna have French fries, I better mix it with all kinds of wonderful things. So. I had French fries and, and, you know, you can have salt and vinegar and aioli. So I had a kimchi aioli and I have since reproduced this at home where I you just um, blender up the kimchi with um, some mayonnaise. And oh, my gosh, it was unbelievably diff. Um, delicious, just got a little bite to it, and uh, a wonderful new version of how to uh, add something a lot better to help me digest those french fries. But um, yogurt, again, kefir, again, and if you're into healthy drinks, um, kombucha, which is also a fermented food. And what's glorious about kombuchas? they can come in all these uh, different flavors, and they're almost like um, Not like a syrup, but because not in texture, because they're still, you know, liquidy like water, but you can take something like a soda water or a tonic or a base uh, um, mix. And then you can add a shot of kombucha to it, and it just perks it right up. With some, my favorite is this lime one we have, and it's so delicious. It, it makes me feel like I'm having a gin and tonic if I if I didn't want to have alcohol. It's got that real brightness, and especially in the summer, etc. It's r- such a nice one. But there's cranberry kombuchas and all kinds of wonderful seasonal flavors as well. So adding some kind of fermented foods into your life is a really good thing because some of them also some of this good bacteria also not only has that gut you know helping to digest and feel better but they have certain kinds of um, bacterias uh, one called lactobacillus rhamnosus, um, which affects your GABA levels and um, lowers the stress hormone, cor- um, the cortisol result, um, and that can help to reduce anxiety, etc. cetera. So a really wonderful thing to do as well, to make sure you're getting lots of fermented foods. And it's such a popular thing now, you can find all kinds of things fermented. Um, Certain other foods that are high in omega-3s, which are the fish oils, right? EPA and DHA are what you get out of the omega-3s. And you can find those in things like salmon and sardines and anchovies. Uh, They make supplements, but eating those kinds of things. And of course, you're going to want to make sure you choose ocean-wise vendors uh, so that you're making sure that they're not mercury-filled uh, and they're sustainably harvested and all of those kinds of things. But that's another really good thing to add to your life. If you want a fantastic um, mood-boosting business, uh, um, Berry to add to your life, you want to choose blueberries. Because blueberries, that dark pigment and the blackberries, you know, that dark color, it comes from something called anthocyaninins. And they actually help your brain um, to produce uh, and the production of dopamine, which is um, really critical for memory function and mood, right? So having lots of blueberry it is also amazingly enough an antioxidant that can boost your body's natural killer cells. So it can also help to fight infections, right? Um, so there's a fantastic one to have, uh, things with blueberry. Uh, they're so wonderful in a salad popped in and think of a seasonal spinach salad. So you're gonna have some you know, dishes that are more not on the good side. We wanna add our our, our beautiful spinach salad because it's good for our mood. We wanna add lots of nice red onions. Oh let's shove some blueberries in there as well, right? And if you could add pumpkin seed or make a dressing with and or look at adding pistachios. Pistachios, they say even two servings of pistachios a day can lower that um, blood pressure, that vascular constriction during stress, which means the load on your heart is reduced since your arteries are more dilated. and. some people say even that rhythmic shelling of the um, pistachios can be very therapeutic and meditative, right? Uh, So you want to make sure that you get good ones that aren't dyed or bleached or show decay because you don't want to um, get any of the nasties that can come in a not um, quality brand of pistachios. Okay, and to add the final thing, I think, well, into it, my favorite, is chocolate. Chocolate is absolutely amazing. Um, The chocolate has a chemical in it um, called ananodiamide and it's a neurotransmitter produced in the brain that blocks feelings of pain and depression. It is a derivative of the word bliss, chocolate, bliss, dark chocolate specifically. And It is absolutely considered um, a new sort of anti-anxiety medication. So what a fabulous thing to do to add some chocolate into your life. So just some of those things to think about uh, during this time to make sure you take some time for yourself to breathe deep every day, to make choices that actually take care of yourself to say you don't have to be everything to everybody, that we can do things simpler and that imagine just having a Christmas day where we spend time together and it's not about um, all of the consumerism because really what we've learned in this past two years is it's really just all about each other and being together. So I wish you the most stress-less holiday season and until... Then I wish you Sante health, good health.